when we look at our life situations, our life situations are pushing us really into a corner of life. I want you to bring that picture. I don't have that picture in front of me. But I want you to bring that, bring that picture in, in front of you. Someone who is pushed to the corner of the house and hands are tied at the back and mouth is sealed. Someone who is kidnapped. I want you to just imagine that position. Someone who is facing the wall, pushed to the corner of the building or corner of the house in the room. Both the hands are tied at the back and can't even open their mouth because the mouth is sealed. Many times our life is in this situation. Many times when we are pushed to the edge of our life, we feel that we are so insignificant. We feel that we are so small. We feel that we don't have much control and we are weak. We don't have much ability. And at times we also feel that we are so unworthy. We are so unworthy. We don't deserve. We are incapable of what we are doing. Life has a role on every one of our lives to push us aside so that we feel we are not capable. We are not strong enough to handle the situation. So as we know our limitations that we, cannot, we can no more depend on our abilities and our strength and our merits, we want somebody, we want someone who is capable, who is strong enough so that we can trust on him, on her. And we try to look for such people around us. We try to look for such people inside our family, inside our, in, inside our church, or inside our society, in our workplace, and wherever we go. We look for someone we can trust, we can depend on. At times, even our own life is so wavering, not unstable. We are not capable of making any decisions because we are, we are swayed away between different opinions in our lives. At times, we want somebody Someone who is solid enough. I've seen young boys and girls before they get married, you know, they say that, oh, you know what? My son is, you know, he's not capable of doing anything by himself. He's, uh, you know, he's, he's under influence and he's under various other things. I'm praying to God that, you know, God may give her, give him a good girl, you know, who's strong and who is stable enough. So we look for somebody on whom we can trust, who's solid enough to lead us and to take care of us. You know, that's the reason we come to God at times when we are in need, because God possesses all that we are looking for. So this morning we know about it, but this morning my, my effort here is to just enlighten that thought and that, that, that knowledge, that awareness of who our God is. What makes our God so unique? Can you name a couple of them? What makes our God so unique? Number one. Powerful. Sorry. He is un, uncreated. He is not created. That makes him unique. What else? He's so great. Sovereign. He's sovereign God. What else? He's living God. He's forgiving God. He is merciful, precious, gracious, resurrected God. He is not the dead God. He is a risen God. 
What else? Powerful, omnipresent, holy. Sorry? Omniscience, omniscience, yeah. He is, he knows, he's everywhere. He's all-powerful. So there are so many things that make our God unique. His love, his compassion, his majesty, his royalty, his holiness. You know, we can just go on and on. So we are looking for, in times of some, some times such as this, we are looking for somebody on whom we can rely, we can depend on. He's also known as unchanging God, ancient of days. He's the one who heals us. He's the one who delivers us. As we said, he is a God who forgives us. So this morning, I would like to title my sermon as God's faithfulness. Can you say that with me? God's faithfulness. The faithfulness is yet another attribute of our God. It's our quality of our God. One such many attributes that God possesses is known as faithfulness. He's a faithful God. The dictionary meaning says the quality or the ability of being faithful to someone's word or commitment is what is known as faithfulness. The quality or the ability of being faithful to someone's word or someone's, someone's commitment is what is known as faithful God. God is faithful in what? In what? In his promises. God is faithful in his promises. God is faithful in terms of protecting us. God is faithful in terms of caring for us, healing us, delivering us. We can just go on and on. This morning I want to talk about a God who is faithful. God's faithfulness. Shall we read a couple of scriptures? Shall we read from Deuteronomy chapter 7 verse 9? Can you read with me? Therefore... Know that the Lord your God, he is God, the faithful God who keeps covenant and mercy for a thousand generations with those who love him and keep his commandments. This morning I want you to pay attention to me. I want you to make, I want you to be aware that he is a faithful God. He is faithful and who keeps covenant. And who keeps the mercy generation after generation to thousand generations for those who love him and those who keep his commandments. Even though we are not faithful, God is faithful. God's faithfulness doesn't depend on our faithfulness. If God's faithfulness depends on our faithfulness, we don't have a God who is faithful. Thank God because his faithfulness doesn't depend on our faithfulness. 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 13, Paul writes, can you read with me? If we are faithless, he remains faithful. He cannot deny himself. If we are faithless, he still remains faith faithful. So we are talking about a God who is faithful. This morning I try to help you to understand the faithfulness of God. Today you may be weak. Probably you may, you, you are hurt or you are going through something in your life that you never expected. You know, probably you are never attended after so many blows. You know, sometimes when we go through, you know, we get a bruise and then, you know, sometimes it's, it's okay, we can just handle it. Or sometimes the wound is so severe, but we need, we need somebody to attend that. But you never got a chance. You don't have any more strength 
you won't have you don't have in life to somebody to put your hands around you and tell that tell you that it, it's okay it's okay just take things easy it's okay anytime every time when you make a mistake you know there are people to find out those mistakes in your life but then nobody's there to put your hands around them and say it, it's okay it happens in life it's okay you'll make it you'll go through it we don't have the comforting words spoken into our lives we are families we are with children but we are living just by ourselves we are just living by ourselves we don't have that moment we don't have the time in our family to care for one another and to encourage one another and to nurture one another or maybe you are slowly losing hope you thought you know your future may be a bright one or you thought that you know things may change in your life but you don't see that change taking place yet in your life and slowly you may be losing hope this morning i want to introduce this god who is faithful in everything who is faithful in every way the song goes this way the chorus of the song what a faithful god have i what a faithful god what a faithful god have i faithful in every way he's such an amazing god he is faithful this morning we are going to think about his faithfulness number one god's faithfulness is our strength can you say that with me god's faithfulness is our strength you know the reason why we need to know all the different attributes of god there comes a time in your life you search for somebody who possesses that attribute and you don't find any human being having that attribute and you know only god possesses that only god has that attribute you know god's attributes draw people to god today today you are here and i'm here because you like somebody in our god you some of his attributes drew you closer to him that's the reason you are here that's the reason you want to follow god that's the reason you want to serve god maybe his love maybe his compassion maybe the way he cares for you the maybe the way he orchestrates things in your life maybe the way he takes care of you and he promises you and he gives you boldness and he gives you courage to see another day in your life god's faithfulness in our strength in times of weakness in times of failures in times of feeling like that not we are not getting up from the bed in times even when people are rising against us these are the times we feel that we are so weak you go to workplace with a good good mood and your boss comes to you and he shouts at you and you just lose that mood and you know what you feel that you are so weak that's not true but you have enough strength you can shout back and because he is your boss you can't say anything and you feel so weak maybe loneliness times of loneliness you feel so weak you feel that you are impotent you feel that you don't have strength you feel that you are helpless and you are afraid at times and you know we all go through all these things in our lives and these moments in our lives they make us so weak can you say so weak there are times we feel so weak 
when we are flying, you know, just all of us see this. When the flight is taking off, you know, 747-400, when it takes off, you feel the power of the engine, you know, to lift that tons of weight. You feel so tiny, so little there in that flight. In the same situation, when things are overwhelming, you feel that you are totally helpless. People who are going through terminal illness, illness, people who are going through abuse, at times they feel so weak because they are totally incapable of doing anything by themselves. You're talking about God's faithfulness. We know the importance of God. We know the significance of God. When we are taken to the extremes of life, when we are taken to the edges of life, God wants us to remember a God who is faithful. And knowing that he is a faithful God is our strength. You know, today as a child of God, your strength and your courage, your boldness that comes not because who you are, just because of your knowledge of God, who he is. Knowing that he is a holy God, you get courage, you get strength because you serve a God who is holy. Knowing that he is a powerful God that gives you strength, knowing that he is a powerful God, knowing that he is a faithful God gives you courage, gives you strength because you can declare and you can announce it and saying, saying that I serve a God who is faithful. If you don't understand the God of, the God of creation as a faithful God, you will easily slip away from him because you don't trust him anymore. The reason why you need to trust him, the reason why you trust him is just simply because you know that he is a faithful God. Isaiah chapter 40, well-known scripture 29 to 31. Can you read together? He gives power to the weak. Can you read out loud? And to those who have, out loud, those who have no, still louder, those who have no might, he increases strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young man shall utterly fall, but those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. Mm -hmm. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Can you go back to the beginning of this verse, beginning of 29? What does it say? He gives power to the weak. We are talking about the faithfulness of our God in times of weakness. The one who lost his strength in the Bible, you remember anybody comes in your mind? Somebody who lost his strength. Samson, good. Job, yes, good. Right, let's talk a little bit about Samson. Samson, what happened to this man? Samson, at some point of time, he lost his strength in his life. And we are talking about a God who is faithful, who is faithful. Samson, he was a strong man, no doubt about it. He was a judge over Israel, and his main attempt to, was to destroy Philistines. He wanted to kill them in a times, you remember, he killed thousand peoples with a jawbone. He killed thousand peoples with, just with a jawbone. And at times, you know, he got 300, he captured, he caught 300 wild foxes and he tied burning torches and their tails and, you know, sent them into the fields of the Philistines and the entire field was destroyed. Such a great man with great ideas of fighting with the enemy, such a strong and powerful man now captured by the Philistines. And he was blindfolded, sorry, he was blinded and his eyes were blinded and he lost his strength. 
And he totally lost his strength just because he broke the Nazarite vow. And he's supposed to have a long hair. And that was a Nazarite vow. It's a couple of other things along with it. But his hair was removed because he fell into sin. And he lost his hair. And the moment he lost his hair, he lost his strength. And he was taken as a target by the Philistines. And he put them, then they put them, put Samson between two pillars. And there was a crowd that was taunting at him. And he turned to God. Because he knew he is a faithful God. Even though he is into sin, even though he came out of the covenant relationship that he had with God. There are a couple of attributes of God. His love is an eternal love. His compassion is an eternal compassion. Samson realized because of God's faithfulness, there may be a possibility that I may have strength. You know, this morning you may be listening to me and you may say that God, everything is gone. Everything is lost. But I want you to remember it's everything is lost according to you. Everything is gone according to your definition. But that doesn't change God being faithful. Amen. Can I hear a louder amen? That doesn't change God being faithful because God's faithfulness doesn't depend on your faithfulness and my faithfulness. Samson cried out to God. And you know what God gave him the strength? He pushed both the pillars and the entire building collapsed. And Bible says, we don't go there. Judges 16, 13 says, the dead which he slew at, his, at the time of his death was much more than he slew when he was alive. Of course, Samson died along with the Philistines. He died there, but he could display the power of God. And where the power of God came from? Because of his faithfulness. In times of need, in times of agony, in times of pain, when you cry out to God, there comes a help. And where that help comes from? It comes from his faithfulness. He's a faithful God. Can you read one scripture? Psalm 28 verses 7 and 8. Can you read together? Psalm 28. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusted in him and I am helped. Therefore, my heart greatly rejoices, and with my song, I will praise him. The Lord is their strength, and he is the saving refuge of his anointed. We are talking about God's faithfulness being our strength. Any moment, any time, when you are in need, and when you don't have anybody to help, I want you to remember God's faithfulness. Such a sweet thing to know that he is a faithful God. He will never let us down. Number two, God's faithfulness in our comfort is our comfort. Can you read with me? Say that with me. God's faithfulness is our comfort. God's faithfulness is not only our strength. God's faithfulness is also our comfort. You know, comfort really makes sense. Comfort really conveys something to us, to something to someone who needs that comfort. Who needs that comfort? You know, when we are driving in the streets in India, at both the sides we see there are shops there selling either tender coconuts or, you know, something that's very cool or, you know, something that's, that, that really quench your thirst down. 
So you imagine and assume that those vendors, they open up shops in our streets here when we are going through minus 20, minus 10, a zero degree centigrade, will they be able to sell anything? No. So comfort is needed when it is really needed. Comfort really makes sense to someone who needs that comfort in times of loss. Now, I'm sure all of us would have gone through losing some of your dear ones, some of your family members at some point of time in your life. And when it is so disappointing in our lives, when we, we are hurt or when we are rejected, that's the time we need the comfort of God. And this morning I'm here to tell you to turn your eyes to look into the attribute of God. One of the many attributes of God is known as his faithfulness. In times of hurt and disappointment, in times when we need that comfort, most of the time we don't have people next to us to comfort us. There are some people in our lives, they are with us, but it is just being equivalent that they are not there at all. They don't even care. You say that you just hold your jawbone down and say that, you know, you scream in pain and saying that my tooth is paining. That blessed man sits at the easy chair and then he doesn't even turn to it, turn to you. You go through that pain. You go through it. People are next to us, but they are not just there at all. They don't care. You know, by nature, I'm, I'm caring. I mean, I'm too much caring. That's why you get into trouble most of the time. But sometimes when I feel like, you know, people sitting there, not even looking at them, you know, kid is suffering, child has fallen down. But then, you know, they don't even care about that. How is it possible? How is it possible? There are times, you know, we get so accustomed to such people in our lives and we don't expect anything from them at all. I'm talking about your husband, your wife, your children, your parents, you know, whoever it may be, or your friends. Anybody has gone through that in your life, in your family life, that you go through that pain and then he doesn't care? Yeah, I, I see some smiles at least in your faces, so that conveys, that speaks to me. Don't stop smiling, keep smiling. Our God is a God who comforts. And how he comforts, Isaiah 66 verse 13, can you read with me? As one whom his mother comforts. So I will comfort you. And you shall be comforted in Jerusalem. Moms are special, aren't they? Moms are special. So this time when we are going to India, I was just telling them, I don't have anybody now to receive me the way my mom would have received me. You know, she always keeps track. The moment we start flying from here, he keeps track, he counts, he gets into flight tracker and see where am I in the sky? And he keeps track of it. Anybody do that? Somebody's flying, you go, yes, you do that? Maybe when Meenakshi's flying, right? Not when I was flying. <laughs> That's good. That's good. I mean, I do see that, you know, some of, when you, some of you are flying, I, I do see that. I do go through flight track and then see, okay, maybe that's the flight, that's where they are. But my mom used to do that. And he, she keeps track of everything and then, you know, until I reach there, until I meet her, and she keeps track, track of everything. Moms are so special, they are different. Anybody here missing your mom? Amen? There are many. There are many. They are so special. And what Bible says? Isaiah? 
66.13, as one whom his mother comforts. And mothers are not with you all the time. Maybe they are gone, they are no more. Or they are away, they don't know what you're going through. Or you never bother to tell your mom that what you're going through maybe in your life. And mothers, they are still mothers, they are caring, they are so loving. And God's faithfulness is much more than mother's faithfulness in terms of taking care of you, comforting you. I know someone who lost her mother in the very early age. And dad married another woman. And from the very early age, she was not treated as a child, but she was treated as a slave, as a servant. And she had to do all the household work. And the newly married mom, she doesn't even care to do any work at home. She, this little girl, she used to do all the household work. And she was multiple times abused by her uncles. And she was, in fact, abused by her dad, too, at the very early age. She lived her life fully. And she wanted to pluck her life out of the face of this earth, even at this very age, by killing herself. Don't want to go to the details of it, but eventually, he was, she was introduced to the faithfulness of God. She gave her life to God. When no one was comforting her and no one was around her, she realized the love of God and the comfort of God. That's the reason I said we don't really at times realize the comfort of God, but when we are taken to the extremes of life, and the extremes of life, listen to me, the extremes of life can come to anybody at any moment. Because nothing is guaranteed. You think that everything will be all right. You think that you'll be able to settle down with that person. But you know what? Things may change. Things may change. And when we are taken to the extremes of life, we realize the faithfulness of God. And she was introduced to the faithfulness of God. God comforted her in a supernatural way to remove all the hurt, to heal her wounds, and to bring her life back. And she, in fact, she was given a new heart to forgive those who abused her. That's not ordinary, that's not simple, that's not easy. And when God did that, she, he changed his life and she became a mother to comfort many. You know, that is the faithfulness of God. Paul writes in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, sorry, chapter 1 verses 3 and 4. Can you read with me? 2 Corinthians chapter 1 verses 3 and 4. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, and God of all comfort. And what he does? Who comforts us, read with me, in all our tribulation that we may be able to comfort those who are in any trouble with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. Exactly the same story as this girl that I spoke about. It also talk, talks about your life today. When you go through life situations, you get the comfort of God. And God expects you to comfort others with the same comfort. Amen? We are talking about the faithfulness is our comfort. Number three, finally, God's faithfulness is our hope. So what did we say? Number one, God's faithfulness is our strength. Number two, God's faithfulness is our comfort. Number three, God's faithfulness is our hope. In times of hopelessness, 
in times of despair, in times of getting stuck in a situation and unable to come out, unable to see the future that is ahead of us. When we are in that situation, we are unable to move forward. Everywhere we turn, we see uncertainty. Things are not happening well. We lose hope. We lose hope. Paul writes, uh, the writer of Romans writes in Romans chapter 15, verse 13. Can you read with me? Romans 15, verse 13. Now, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. When hope is lost, everything is lost. Today, people end their lives, not because they are not loved, not because they don't have enough money. People come to a decision of ending their lives just only because they lost hope. When hope is lost, we don't have anything to hold on. When hope is lost, we feel that everything collapses and everything comes to an end. Hope is very important. This morning, we are talking about God's faithfulness being our hope. Can I hear an amen? God's faithfulness being our hope. We feel hopeless when we depend on us. We feel hopeless when we depend on our abilities. I want to turn your attention to the book of Genesis, to the life of Abraham and Sarah. Abraham and Sarah, what Bible says in, let's not go there, Genesis 17, 17, we see Abraham was 100 and Sarah was 90. They just lost the hope in their lives. Hope doesn't work based on what you see inside of you. This morning, I believe some of you want to hear this. Hope doesn't really work based on what you see today. Hope doesn't really work based on what you experience. Hope is something which is not seen based on what is not seen. That is what is hope. And Abraham was 100 and Sarah was 90. And Abraham, both of them could not depend on their own strength their own abilities, but they had to depend on God's faithfulness. This morning, if that hope is lost in your life, I want to remind you, I want to let you know that God's faithfulness is not lost. God's faithfulness is not lost. It can still work on your behalf. When you look at God and you understand God's faithfulness, when you realize that He is a faithful God, He does not only He gives you strength, not only He comforts you, He also gives you hope. God gave that hope to Abraham and Sarah. Paul puts it this way beautifully in Romans chapter 4, verses 18 to 21. We are going to read the scripture, one more scripture, and then we are done. Romans 4, 18 and 20, 18 to 21. Can you read together? Just mean what you read. Against all hope. Reading from NIV. Abraham in hope believed and so became the father of many nations. How he became the father of many nations? By hope. In hope he believed. Abraham in hope he believed and so became the father of many nations. Just as it had been said to him, so shall your offspring be. And he continues writing saying that without weakening in his faith, he was weak physically, he was weak mentally, and I'm sure he was weak emotionally, but he was not weak in his faith. You know, one thing that you need to know, I need to know, is do not allow your faith to become weakened. It's okay if you are physically weak, it's okay if you are emotionally down, but never 
allow your faith to go down. When your faith goes down, that's the time enemy attacks you. When your faith goes down, that's the time you hear, keep hearing the voice of the devil, not the voice of God. Can you read with me again, verse 19? Without weakening in his faith, he faced the fact that his body was as good as dead since he was about a hundred years old and that Sarah's womb was also dead, verse 20. Yet, read with me, he did not waver through unbelief regarding the promise of God, but was strengthened in his faith and gave glory to God. And verse 21, being fully persuaded that God had power to do what he had promised. We are talking about a God who is faithful. We are talking about a God who is faithful and he gives you hope. This morning, whatever his promises that were spoken in your life, God is a God who will fulfill that promise. But you need to know, I need to know the faithfulness of God. We need to be aware of the faithfulness of God. God wants us to trust on his merit. God wants us to trust on his faithfulness. Shall we read one more scripture and then we'll pray. Psalm 71 verses 5 and 6. Can you read with me? For you are my hope, O Lord God. You are my trust from my youth. By you I have been upheld from birth. You are he who took me out of my mother's womb. My praise shall be continually of you to you. And he says, for you are my hope. This morning, shall we all arise? Get into a time of prayer this morning. This morning, a couple of questions that we need to ask. Have you lost your strength? Am I lost my strength already? Do I feel weak within me? Do I feel weak do you have anybody to comfort you? I want you to think about, is there one person, is there a single person at all in your life to comfort you when you go through something in your life? Or you just handle it within yourself? Or you try to handle it within you? Have you lost all the hope that you had in your life? This morning, we serve a God who is faithful in every way. Who is faithful in every way. The song says every way because it's every way. Not only when you are going through, when you go through difficulties and troubles, not only when you go through pain, not only when you go through loneliness, not only when you go through abuse, not only when you go through rejection and people neglect you. Not only when you go through financial crisis or relationship issues, he is faithful in every way. This morning, can you just believe in the God who is faithful? Abraham did that. He did not believe on himself. He did not believe on his ability. Because that's nothing. That's useless. That's already dead. But he knew one thing. He knew that his God is faithful. Today, you struggle and you feel overwhelmed when situations are not in favor of you only because you haven't understood the faithfulness of God. 
morning, God is calling you. God wants you to know that He's a faithful God in every way. As the worship team leads us in a time of singing, I want you to pray to God. I want you to realize and tell God, God, you are faithful. Even in this situation, oh God, I trust in you. I trust in you. You will see a transformation, that same transformation that took place in the body of Abraham, in the womb of Sarah, can take place this morning. All that you need to do is you need to trust in God. Your broken family relationship can be put back. Your, your agony and the pain that you are unable to share with others, what you are trying to hold within you, can be brought to a halt, can be brought to an end this morning. If you, if you know, if you realize the faithfulness of God, never underestimate the faithfulness of God. He has been faithful throughout. He has been faithful in every way. And even today, this morning, He is faithful to you. He is faithful to you. Just pray to Him. Just reconcile with God and tell Him, God, help me to realize and help me to know that you are faithful. Thank you, Lord.